Just in the last 12 months, nearly half of Americans have attempted to lose weight. We all have health and fitness goals we want to achieve, and with so many options out there, you need a group of like-minded individuals cheering you on. Welcome to the Weight Loss with Wendy podcast, a podcast where we dig into the reasons we get stuck on our journeys to weight loss, the latest tools and tips we found that really work, and how to truly feel in control around food at a party, at home, and yes, even on vacation. Your host is a life and weight loss coach and a woman who has successfully lost 55 pounds herself. Here to help you succeed, welcome Wendy Crab. Hi, guys. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the podcast. So if you're listening to this right around when the podcast comes out, then you may be thinking about some New Year's resolutions. So this is the perfect podcast to go along with that. It's about how to believe in yourself. Have you given up believing in yourself and your ability to lose weight and keep it off? I know a lot of people that are stuck in this negative thought pattern and believing nothing will help, and they have tried it all. This is what I want to talk about today, how to believe in yourself. What is belief anyway? According to the Oxford Dictionary, belief is the acceptance of something that exists or is true without evidence. Most of the beliefs that we have are based on our past. You can become aware of your beliefs by observing and being curious and notice how often you judge something or someone based on the belief that you've always had. The problem is that we think all our beliefs are fact, but in reality, there's room for interpretation. The truth is subjective. That is why two people can grow up in the same family, be exposed to the same parents, but have a different belief about how they were raised or a different story about something that happened. For example, you may have been taught that this is rude to cut in line or interrupt people when they are talking. So when other people do it, you have a judgment about it. But who decides what is right or wrong, good or bad? We do. Our thoughts. Another example is, I have never been able to lose weight before and keep it off. It's too hard. This thought keeps you from taking action and from believing in something that you have not done yet. Remember, our primitive or toddler brain likes to keep things the same and avoid discomfort. So if you are contemplating starting a new healthy eating plan, your brain will tell you all the reasons why it's a terrible idea and remind you of all the times that you have failed previously. Is that a reason not to do it? No. We just have to recognize what our primitive brain is doing and ignore it. Decide with our parent brain that we can do hard things. We can plan in advance so we'll be successful in our healthy eating plan. We get to decide what we want to believe and focus on and choose to let go of beliefs that are not useful. What we want is based on our future. So we can't look to our past for validation. We don't want to do the same thing of starting a healthy eating plan then saying F it when it gets too hard. We have already done that before and it just validates the belief that I can never lose weight and keep it off. So we have to believe something new that we currently don't believe yet, such as, I am capable of developing a healthy eating plan to fuel my body and to keep me satisfied to get down to my natural weight. How do you believe it if it hasn't happened yet? You practice believing and ask your brain to look for ways that this is true. Write it down every day with pen and paper. How does that thought feel? Motivating, exciting, powerful? Just a few feelings. 
You might also feel a little doubtful, and this is normal. Take your doubt with you. Put it in your purse and take action anyway. If you want a different result, you have to create a new belief. You have to rehearse your new beliefs like you're practicing a part in a play. Imagine the goal is already accomplished. Let's say you have a party to go to and you want to eat on plan and not have a joy eat. Visualize yourself going to the party and not overeating. You arrive at the party, your hostess asks you what you want to drink and you say water or sparkling water. You talk to people, mingle, and when you finally make it to the food table, you choose a protein, vegetables, fruit, or dip and make the best choice in the moment. You feel satisfied by your food choices and think that it wasn't that hard. What actions will you have to take every day to believe in this thought? What are the obstacles to overcome for you on a daily basis? Make a plan to overcome the obstacles with simple strategies. I can help with this. Planning in advance will help keep the mind drama down and will actually help you spend less time thinking about food. The result is that you create belief in yourself by doing what you said you were going to do and sticking to the healthy eating plan. Get help with coaching when you get stuck. Remember, you're not going to be perfect at it, and that's okay. The trick is to keep going even when you don't feel like it. That's why a plan is so important, because the plan ends up becoming the easiest thing for your brain to follow. It's easier to follow a plan than not follow a plan. You will make mistakes, but just learn from them and move on. Use mistakes as stepping stones for growth. No one has ever lost their weight by beating themselves up the whole way. The process really works. I am living proof and so are my clients. Try on some compassion. You are 100% worthy and worth the effort. Here are some beliefs that you might want to examine about losing weight. I have tried that before and it didn't work, so it won't work this time either. You fail before you even start with this thought. Your brain likes to go to the negative. But consider this. You haven't been successful before because you didn't have a plan. Yes, you had a diet to follow, but you didn't have a plan for when you ate off plan or after losing weight, how you were going to maintain it. You went into default mode instead, which is eating the way you did before. And then the negative thinking about yourself. And then you're surprised when the weight comes back on and then some. That's where I come in. I help you make a plan. Here's another example of beliefs we have about losing weight that we need to question. I don't have time. Is this true? Do you have time to overeat? To be in that pantry multiple times a day? Ask yourself if this is true. And then how is it not true? There are ways to make healthy eating simpler and easier. For example, you can make your pantry and refrigerator more inviting for healthy eating. Here's a new thought. I make time for things that are important to me, and I make time for my health. I want to share a story about this. When I stopped snacking all the time and overeating, I had way more time on my hands. I was pretty amazed by this because I didn't realize how many times I was eating in a day, how many times I went to the pantry. It was amazing to me when I finally figured it out and when I realized how much I was eating. It was very eye-opening. Another example of a belief about losing weight that you may need to question is, I don't have family support. Is this true? Have you asked your family for support? 
Whose support do you need the most? You need to have your own back and be there for yourself. That way you show other people how to treat you. Here's a new thought. I tell my family that this is important to me and ask for their support. I am the only true source of support that I need. I don't want to have to make two different meals every night is another thought. Would you really need to make two separate meals? Probably not. It's possible that there are ways to tweak meals so that everyone is happy and you can stay on your healthy eating plan. Here's a new thought. I can make it work. Another thought is I should be able to do this myself and not have a coach. Is this true? Why should you? Haven't you already tried? Sometimes we're too close to our own situation. We see all of these thoughts as facts instead of sentences we have in our brain that are optional. What if it was impossible to fail? Don't make failure a four-letter word. Instead, you're just learning what worked that week for weight loss and what didn't. What if it was just trial and error and then working on your thoughts and beliefs about food? Here's a new thought. I might need help with figuring out a new healthy eating plan because I don't want to have to think about losing weight anymore. I want a permanent solution. Hiring a coach is worth the time, money, and effort to find a permanent weight loss solution and freedom around food. Another thought that's very common is, I don't want to feel deprived. This is a big one for most of my clients, and it was a thought that I had a lot as well. Something to ask yourself is, what am I depriving myself of by not working on my weight loss goal? How can I look at this as a long-term solution and not as a diet? Is it true that you will feel deprived? Yes, initially, but I show you that eating more of some foods and less of others decreases your cravings and desire. Here's a new thought. I am making decisions for my health and my future. Haven't I already had enough Christmas cookies, Cheetos, etc. in my lifetime? Coaching can help with all of these thoughts. I can also help you develop a personalized eating plan that you can stick to for life. I am a certified life and weight loss coach, and I help women to lose weight for the last time. The take-home message is to take a look at some of the beliefs you have about losing weight and decide what you want to believe. It's a choice. Believing new thoughts about weight loss goals takes practice. How do you believe a new thought? Number one, decide what your new belief is, such as, I am a person who no longer overeats at a party. Number two, visualize yourself being successful before the party. Number three, practice believing it and ask your brain to look for how it is true. What has changed about you? Number four, accept it as truth or fact. What can you do today for it to be true? Number five, practice and repeat. Here's a quote by Gina Showalter. Giving up is the only sure way to fail. Failure happens all the time. It happens every day in practice, and what makes you better is how you react to it. That's a quote from Mia Hamm. I can help. How to get in touch with me is in the show notes. Please rate my podcast and write a review, because I want this to get out to more and more women. I hope you have a great week, a happy new year, a year of believing in yourself and what's possible. I believe in you. 
You've been listening to the Weight Loss with Wendy podcast. We're so glad you're here. Connect with us online at weightlosswithwendy.coach and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, as Wendy says, we help take the puzzle out of losing weight for good.